Welcome to the Transit Lounge. I'm your host, Chandra. As a recovering workaholic, I want to explore how you can do more of what you love without burning out. I'm on a mission to promote true well-being, the contented state of being happy, healthy, and prosperous. Through interviews with savvy entrepreneurs, authors, and industry experts, we'll share insights, inspiration, and practical tips on how you can be CEO you in the business of your life. Let's go. Hey there, welcome to another episode. This is actually episode number 54 of the Transit Lounge podcast. And my name's Chandra, and I'm glad that you're listening. Question for you. Have you ever had something that, you know, you know that you wanted to do that was going to be something that was good for you, but despite that, you procrastinated on it, you avoided it or delayed getting started with it or just didn't get around to ever doing it? Yep, me too. But as a coach, I am fascinated and have, I think, always been by human behavior and why people do the things that we do and not other things or the way that we go about doing what we do. And I love learning about new research into human behavior and different studies that they do about why people behave the way they do and things that can help, strategies that can help you to be your best and to really get what you want. And this episode is one that's actually designed to share something with you that I heard about or came across a little while ago, and it's called Activation Energy, which hopefully through this episode, if you haven't heard of it before, it will hopefully give you some ideas on how you can start to actually really get moving towards getting what you want, taking action on the things that, you know, maybe you might be avoiding or delaying, because I know that If you're a human being, there's probably some things that you are delaying or procrastinating about in your life because most of us have got things that fall into that bucket. Now, I sort of have this, I don't know, life rule or something that if I hear about or see something a couple of times from maybe different sources, then I want to kind of get a bit curious about what that thing has got to teach me or why does it keep popping up? On a slightly tangent example of this, I remember years ago when I was, I think I was in London on a, you know, um, working holiday as we do. And I was out and about near where I was living and uh, working and I was going, I think, walking to work or something. And I saw this woman across uh, the, the one day, I think I saw her three different times in different places just either passing by or walking there was something that was distinctive about her that made me realize that hey there's that same woman again you know it was like at the shop and then at the park or something like that and so I just decided you know what there's got to be a reason why am I seeing this woman and so I decided to say hello and to acknowledge that we'd seen each other a couple of times and Look, this did not turn into us becoming suddenly lifelong best friends or whatever, but I do remember her being really friendly and that she had also noticed that we'd seen each other a couple of times. And I don't think she thought that I was some sort of crazy stalker. But for me, it was just one of those moments of like, there's got to be a reason. Why did I notice this particular woman? And now why have I seen her a couple of times? And look, there isn't anything hugely profound that I remember other than that I remember 
making the decision to say hello and to acknowledge and I guess that's you know probably an example of me wanting to take some sort of action when multiples of things or something shows up so when I heard a podcast that mentioned activation energy and then I noticed it was mentioned in a new daily planner that I bought I wanted to find out a bit more about it experiment with it and now that I've done that I want to share it with you so that's why today is all about activation energy. So why is activation energy actually important or beneficial to you? And I'll explain what it actually is in a second, but why is it relevant and a benefit to you? The main one is it just helps you get stuff done because it actually helps you to short circuit our hardwired human instinct to avoid change or things that feel a bit uncomfortable or unfamiliar you know that kind of handbrake that kicks in when you start to think too much about something and you basically just think yourself or talk yourself out of it or you just think it's all too hard or you just delay so that's one of the big benefits but not not only does it help you get stuff done but it actually helps give you more momentum so you can use it to leverage the time that you do have available and the energy that you have to actually do the things that are going to be most helpful to you. And another benefit is that it actually helps you to simplify things. So I first heard about this principle from a positive psychologist and author, Sean Anker. And I heard him interviewed on a podcast and it was really interesting. And this was one of the things that he talked about in the podcast. Um, and so then I looked into it and he's written a couple of books and he's a speaker. And yeah, I, I found him really interesting. And one of his quotes is that he says about activation energy is that if you can make a positive habit three to 20 seconds easier for you to start, your likelihood of actually doing it rises dramatically. So that's what that he says. So really this is about you increasing the speed with which you are going to take action because then less things will get in the way, I guess, of you not doing it. So for example, let's say that, oh, I don't know, uh, let's say that I was doing a jigsaw puzzle, maybe a 1,000-piece jigsaw puzzle of a beautiful Florence skyline in the evening yes if you have been listening to the podcast for a while you may have heard the episode I did in January about the jigsaw puzzle that I decided to buy and bought the you know smallest pieces and whatever uh, and I did an episode about the leadership lessons that you can learn from a jigsaw puzzle if you haven't listened to that could be a good episode to listen to and unfortunately I am still yet to finish that freaking jigsaw puzzle it is still spread all over not all over it's over about half of our dining room table making me very unpopular with Nick and to be honest I actually thought the other day I have no idea what the cleaners probably think when they come and see that that jigsaw puzzle is still there it's literally been there since January that's months so anyway let's say that I really want to finish that jigsaw puzzle it's something that I set as a goal for myself. It's something I want to do. It's an activity that's not screen time. It's a non-work activity. And I am, as I have declared, a recovering workaholic. 
And so it's good for me to actually have something else to focus on that's not work. Otherwise, I do tend to fill a lot of available time with different work things. But there are so many pieces to that puzzle and they're all so small and there's so much sky that's all blue and so much black and dark colours in the bush and the, the trees and the water. It's just so hard to find any little pieces that fit. So the obstacles to in my mind around completing that jigsaw are quite big. But if I use activation energy my likelihood of getting started and making progress is massively increased. In fact, today, this morning, I used a bit of activation energy as an approach and I made more progress on the jigsaw puzzle in the time that I spent today than I have literally, I reckon, in the last three weeks. Easy. So what actually is activation energy and how can you use it perhaps in any other way other than working on a jigsaw puzzle well there's some definitions I wanted to as I said I like to find out more about things that I come across and hear about and so I did a little bit of research into activation energy and actually found out that it's not really necessarily originally a human behavior thing it's a chemistry thing which is science and which is not my go-to topic but it was apparently the term activation energy was first used back in 1889. So I thought that Sean Anker came up with it, but no, it was first talked about back then by a Swedish scientist whose name I am not even going to attempt to pronounce. And as I said, its origin is in chemistry. And so the full technical explanation is a bit too techy for me. But I found a simplified definition, which is activation energy is the least possible amount of energy, like the minimum amount, which is required to start a reaction. So when you have a term like reaction, that often you know, links to chemical reaction. But in human behavior terms, the way that Sean Ankab describes it is that spark you need to start. So it's that, what's that first thing that you need that's actually going to get you started on doing something that you know that you want or need to do? So that's sort of what we mean by activation energy. But how do you do it? So basically, you just take the approach of looking at anything that you are working on or working towards as a goal or an outcome and start by asking yourself, how can you break that thing down into the smallest possible first step. What would make it easy for you to just get started? Because often we like wig ourselves out because we look at the whole picture, the big end result that we want. And it can sometimes feel and seem so big or so far away that you just can't even get started. You can't even see where to begin. Like an example is a conversation I had with a, a client a while ago who uh, I was working with and she really, really wanted to buy a house rather than rent. But the idea of the amount of money that she decided that she needed to have in order to buy the sort of house that she wanted to live in was just a gigantic number. And so if you, that's the kind of thing that you're looking at and you only focus on well, how am I going to get a million dollars? 
then it's not necessarily the best motivator and it's not really necessarily easy for you to see how you could just get started. Although there's always exceptions to every rule and I have met people who do get a buzz from thinking about the big, big, big picture and I do support big thinking but if you're not taking action then that could be a clue that you just need to break it into smaller chunks smaller mini milestones and smaller actions towards those milestones for example it might just be that the first step towards the million dollar house is uh, you want to break it down into getting just the deposit and then break the getting the deposit down into what's the first first step the smallest step and that might be opening an account that's specifically and only for you to deposit money into for the deposit for the house and then getting started once the account's open with depositing small amounts instead of waiting like I've got to have you know $1,000 or $500 or whatever it is before I would do a deposit. No, deposit small amounts. Start with little games like matching a deposit with whatever you spend on takeaway coffee, for example. And yes, it might seem a little bit silly or um, a a waste of time to be depositing small amounts but it's the habit and it's getting you started that's what you're trying to get happening here right so it's just to be clear it's not about making smaller goals this is about the action that's required to get you started and to do the things that will actually help you move towards and achieve the goal what about a different example so maybe you are working in a job or a role right now and you're not really loving it or you feel like maybe the writing's on the wall a little bit for how long you will want to or be able to keep doing what you're doing for whatever reason or maybe there's something else that you would like to do one day for your work now that can be a process to go from what you're doing right now to what you actually want to do next even though as human beings we want to just jump from one thing straight into the perfect next thing it very rarely happens that way so you want to get some leverage to just sort of help you just get started towards the action and the activity that's going to help you achieve that thing in the end so using activation energy you would just look at the outcome and a specific action that maybe you know that you need to do maybe you need to clarify what it is that you actually want to do next Maybe you need to decide if you're going to do your own thing or be an employee. Maybe you need to do a bit of a plan for the business idea that you've got. All of those things are good things to do, helpful things that will help you make progress, but they might feel a bit too big to tackle in one go. You know, if you're not sure where to start, then generally you don't start at all. You would tell yourself, oh, look, I'll do it tomorrow. I've got more time tomorrow or maybe next week or I'll do it on the weekend or whatever. And it just becomes one day, someday thing that you tell yourself anything that you could do to avoid having to do the thing right now. That's where you get it into, you get stuck with um, the trap of delaying and avoiding. And then you never end up doing anything that's going to help you move towards what it is that you really want. Another idea. You can also use it to make it almost harder to not do the thing that you want to do than to just do it. 
And an example that Sean Anker gave in, um, in this topic was that when he wanted to go to the gym more, he wanted to reduce the resistance of him, you know, talking himself out of going and the chance of him changing his mind in the morning or getting distracted by other things or whatever and essentially just talking himself out of it. And so what he did was that he would sleep in his gym gear. And so then all he had to do when he woke up was to just put his shoes on and go. So he removed a step that could be potential resistance between him and the action that he wanted to take. Now for me, I've never done that, sleeping in my gym gear, but what does work for me that I have realized is for me to wake up, roll out of bed, and just while I'm still a bit delirious, just put my gym clothes on straight up. So no going to the bathroom, no drinking water, no opening the curtains or whatever, because it means it's just on a default mode rather than taking any kind of thinking or willpower and then it's like I almost accidentally, and I do catch myself sometimes like arriving at the gym, almost feeling like, oh, I'm here. Uh, now, obviously, I'm being safe with being in a vehicle and all that kind of thing. But it's a realization that actually didn't take much thinking or much willpower. It just was on autopilot. And that's when, you know, activation energy is at play. So it seems like to me that there's sort of two main ways that you can approach this. Once you know what the aim is or the outcome that you're wanting to get to, you can use activation energy to, number one, identify the smallest action. What is the least amount of effort required from you to take some kind of action, a step towards it and doing that? And number two, put things in place to help make that first step more likely to happen triggers or reminders, attach it to something that you already do so that the new thing, the, the uh, step that you've got to take, the phone call you've got to make or whatever it is, it happens almost by default. Remember that what this is really about is that the lower the effort that is required from you, the more likely it is that you're going to actually do it. So the activation energy gets you moving and then once you're moving, Newton's law of motion kicks in and you're more likely to take the next step, the next step and keep moving. That's the momentum that will keep you moving forward on all those smaller steps towards your bigger goal. So what could you experiment with on this idea? Maybe can you think of a goal, something that you want to achieve, to be, do or have, and then just break it into smaller milestones, into smaller tasks. Now, something that I get asked about a lot in the context of goal achievement and, you know, taking action or not, uh, people often ask if it's possible to have too many goals. And I think that the answer is yes, but it does depend on the goal, how big it is and what motivates you. So, you know, you need to think about this through your lens. But I generally like to work with a maximum of three main or priority goals, and then I break them into smaller steps. Then the other thing that people are often ask is how small a step should you break things down to? Because sometimes it can feel, and I know I've been guilty of this sometimes in the past, is that it can feel like all your list writing of the to-dos and breaking things down is just another version of procrastination. The answer lies with you and what your comfort zone is with the particular task and how long it's likely to take you to do. So if you're familiar with the task, maybe you've done it before a few times, then you can have it be maybe a bigger chunk of, of the action. But if it's something that's new to you, that you've never done before, then going smaller 
with the step and the task is likely to make it less daunting. And so that's something that you can experiment with. You know, you could try something this is I've tried in the past too, creating a bit of a rule or a guideline of getting the task down to tasks that would be taking you less than 10 minutes to do because then you're more likely sort of minimizing the effort that's required from you. Whereas if you're trying to tackle too big of a chunk, then that's when procrastination, overwhelm, et cetera, et cetera, are more likely to creep in. But you can play around with the different time allocations and see what gets you into flow and taking action the fastest because that's when you know that sized activity or task is working for you. That is it for this episode. So I hope that you've got to go and try a little activation energy to get you moving towards whatever change it is that you're working towards. And I would really love you to come and say hi in the private Facebook group, which is the Transit Lounge, being your own boss in the business of your life. And just search for it in Facebook search bar under groups and you'll find it. And there is when you request to join, there's a couple of questions that will pop up um, for you to answer. And really, they're just there so that I know that you're a real person and that you genuinely do want to join the group and participate. Uh, So come and say hi. So we can connect and uh, help keep you moving towards doing more of what you love. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Transit Lounge. If you liked it, please do me a favor and leave a review so I can keep doing more episodes for you. And come and say hi in the private Facebook group, The Transit Lounge, being CEO you in the business of your life. I really look forward to connecting with you there. And until then, do whatever you can to create a future that you will love through the choices you make today.